I've been a good lighting person, a good audio person, and a good vision person. It certainly makes that production run smoother. So finding those three key areas, um, certainly from a production point of view, is very important. Once you've got that locked in, then hopefully the, the production will run quite smooth. As long as everyone's on the same path and the same, same goal at the end, that's, that's the key. I would add in props, staging, automation, flies, wardrobe, hair and makeup. There are countless people and departments that, that make up the background of the production team, uh, specifically in music theatre and, and those larger shows. And all, all of those technical roles have to work together seamlessly uh, to make sure that every performance is as close to perfect as possible to make sure the audience has the same experience night after night. Welcome to Season 7 of Spotlight on the Arts, the musical theatre series. Join us as we chat with industry professionals, members of the SCS Arts team and artists in residence who give us a backstage pass to the world of musical theatre. In Episode 2, we focus on behind the scenes, looking at pre-production leading into production and discussing lighting, audio, stage management, the essential ingredients for a successful show. This podcast features two experienced members from Sydney Catholic School's arts team. Andrea is a veteran stage manager with 15 years' experience across the full range of theatrical genres. She has worked on large-scale shows in Australia and internationally, with a focus on opera and musical theatre. Between 2016 and 2020, Andrea was the resident stage manager at Dubai Opera, which brought in shows not only from Broadway and the West End, but from all over the world. Andrea has toured extensively and worked with the highest calibre of performers working today. With a technical career spanning nearly 20 years, Brett is an experienced and skilled technical manager. He has worked in all theatrical genres of live performance, as well as corporate and government events. He has also worked technically for amateur musical theatre companies and Scouts Australia Productions. Brett started his technical career at Riverside Theatre Parramatta. Brett was also a key member of the staff in opening the concourse at Chatswood. He's skilled in lighting, video, audio, stage management and fly tower operation. What role do you play in the magical world of music theatre? I guess the role is, it puts it together. The cast do their thing. The creatives do their thing, but we're the glue. We glue it all together and excel that performance and make that performance something that would be maybe mediocre to start with. We can lift it and, and make it something more special. Yeah, I guess we're the, we're the glue in, the, in that uh, performance. We are the glue. So as stage manager, I coordinate and run the rehearsal room. We write the schedules with the director and production manager and technical team. I would manage a team of ASMs who'd look after props and queuing of cast and looking after their backstage tracks. Uh, and once we're in the theatre, I'd plot the show with the technical designers and then call the performances technically. So any of the audio, vision, flies, automation cues, that would all come from the stage management prompt copy. And we would, uh, yeah, basically make the show happen behind the scenes. So we are the part you'll never see. How did you both find your way into this amazing industry? I've been performing uh, since I was a kid and I do always find that the greatest stage management and technical production staff actually have a performance background. They have a better understanding of how everything works. I, I mean, I've been working backstage as long as I can remember as well, starting out with amateur companies 
Um, my mum was an actor when she was young and my dad was a photographer when he was young. So it's a fairly artistic family I come from. And then I was lucky enough to go to the McDonald College and, and really focus on my arts work and arts knowledge as a, as a student still. And then I went off to university in Queensland to do a stage management and technical production degree. So mine was sort of, I guess, a path I was able to follow from go to woe. I haven't quite hit woe yet, still still going. Yeah, I've, I've always hoped that this would be the direction that my career would head. Yeah, I, I didn't do any sort of formal training. I'm the sort of the, the other side of things. My first taste of theatre was the State Drama Festival for public schools. Um, our teacher was the stage manager, so I got the, the drama team and we went around and did the stage crew for that. That got me a bit of taste and I was a bit excited about that. Uh, and then I, I joined Scouts Australia in their performance of Cumberland Gang Show and I've done that now for well, 26 something years. And then from, from there, I got to know the people in the industry because I was doing shows and, and, and being around. So then they got to know me. I left high school and got a job luckily as a casual tech at Riverside. And then from there, I just learned the skills and learned what I, everyone could on the job, furthered my, my skill base on the job. And then from there, just doors opened up as I, as I went through and, you know, was able to get places and know people and get bump outs and bump ins of shows. And here I am today, giving back and, and helping those kids who have got their passion and that, that, you know, that drive who want to go forward, giving them a chance. Let's dig a little deeper now, Brett. Can you explain some of the key roles in musical theatre from a production point of view? Having uh, a good lighting person, a good audio person and a good vision person um, certainly makes that production run smoother. Lighting adds to adds to production. So if you can get a great lighting you know, operator or designer or even who can create that magical looks and those pretty pictures, it really helps bring those costumes out and bring those kids, you know, smiles and faces out you know, so everyone can see. Audio, it, it's it's tricky. You've got to get the right balance. Everything live, everything sung, everything, get that right mix. So to get that nice audio sound, that's the toughest job. Everyone walks around, walks away from a production and goes, oh, it didn't sound very good or I missed that cue sort of thing. So they've got a lot of pressure on them doing live. Lighting, you can sort of fudge it because, you know, it's artistic, you know, sort of things. So you don't get it right, you can say it's artistic. But but audio, yeah, to get a good audio operator is, is important. Vision, uh, nowadays, you know, we used to use backdrops and things like that, but now projection and, and other screens are, are way, you know, advancing sort of things. So vision has become a very large part of, of production and musical theatre and, you know, not making, making sets and that sort of stuff and painting the picture that way. So, yeah, so so finding those three key areas, um, certainly from a production point of view, is very important. Once you've got that locked in, then hopefully the, the production will run quite smooth. As long as everyone's on the same path and same same goal at the end, that's, that's the key, yeah. And further to that, actually, Brett, uh, I would say, yeah, you've you've got you've got sound and you've got lighting and you've got vision. I would add in props, staging, automation, flies, wardrobe, hair and makeup. There are countless people and departments that that make up the background of the production team, uh, specifically in music theatre and, and those larger shows. And there is such crossover between departments. Like you might have a functional prop that needs a lighting or sound input into it, like a music box that requires a real sound but it has to be cued so it has to have you know relayed to the actual desk or a lighting unit that has to be functional and you turn that lamp on or you flick that switch on the thing and so that all has to be run by multiple departments um, and then stage management are the go-between so they they talk to the technical director or production manager they talk to the cast and they talk to the crew themselves on the floor usually more in a, a show context but all of those technical roles have to work together seamlessly to make sure that every performance is as close to perfect as possible to make sure the audience has the same experience night after night 
What are your top three musical theatre shows that you've worked on and why? Sweeney Todd, for sure, was a show I did with Victorian Opera. Uh, such an incredible cast. Uh, you, you couldn't floor it in any way. It was beautiful to look at, beautiful to listen to. The orchestra was stunning. For me, it was such a, not necessarily a learning curve. I mean, every show is, but for me, it was like, it's Sweeney Todd. You've got so much fake blood in that show. You have to figure out what method you're going to use that they can eat it. It can get on clothes and be washed out. It can get on the stage and be mopped away. Uh, I mean, that in itself was about a week's worth of research and planning. I mean, I baked every pie for that show. Every single one <laughs> had to taste good and it had to be able to be eaten cold. And that, that was just a thing unto itself. I also did a production of Fiddler on the Roof at the Capitol. I think that was in 16. I mean, Anthony Wallow is just such a great performer and human being. And that's just the opening line of going on and on about how lovely it was to work on that show. I mean, Sigrid Thornton, Blake Bowden, Nikki Went, Mark Mitchell, Lior. I mean, how outstanding was that cast? I mean, not to mention getting to watch the bottle dance every night. We had one guy in that routine who never dropped the bottle in over a hundred shows. Not once did he drop that bottle. It was pretty, pretty special to be working on that show. And third, I'd have to say it was the uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels production uh, at the Theatre Royal. I think that was in 13 with Tony Sheldon and Matt Hetherington and Amy LaPalma. And it was sort of impossible to walk away from that show night after night without a smile on your face. It was uh, my first foray into the world of commercial musicals. I'd, I'd done musicals before with other companies, but this was sort of my you know first commercial one. And it was certainly a learning curve, but it was a very joyous one. They're my top three. Uh, one of my, my highlights in musical theatre was um, Lion King. Whilst I didn't work the production, I, I did the bump out. And so seeing the production from the front and being amazed and awed of it and then actually going to do the bump out and actually pulling the things apart and, and, and seeing how things were done, that was a, that was an eye-opener for me. I was like, all right, that's okay, okay. And and so seeing it um, you know, from a different side of things was was magic. You know, seeing and being able to pull it apart was just was just special. Done a lot of things in Emirates Theatre, uh, musical theatre, obviously. I, I loved being able to give the challenge of, of a venue. The venue was, was small, so you'd have to create the set and create the lighting and, and, and work on really tight budgets, not have all the toys that you really wanted to or needed to have, but still make it work. I know we did Les Mis in a community centre, and now Les Mis is known for its barricade, and you know you always want that grand barricade, and it's got to come on, and... But we didn't have that space for the barricade. We had no wing space for the barricade. So to be able to build the barricade into the set and then use it as a barricade and appear what was just magic. And, and you know, it took a lot of team building and working together and trying to work out how to fix this and how to make that work and how to make it not look like the barricade when it's there, but then the barricade when it was. So, yes, that was a highlight. And then the last one, it's not musical theatre, but it is musical theatre. It's, it's, um, it's a variety show. So we do a lot of singing and dancing. It's the scout show that I do every year from... Being a stage crew member right up to now assistant technical director, it, it challenged me every year and they think outside the square. They, they still do a lot of large sets and large flies and um, we've now incorporated vision screens in it. And Every year it, it, it challenges me and every year they've got to throw a new little thing at me and like, you know, you've got to work this out sort of thing. So, so yeah, that's that's always a great great little thing every year. It's just a, it's a new challenge and a new thing that I've got to find and, and work out how to make that improvement and make it better than last year. Okay, so you have both given us an extensive and very comprehensive look at musical theatre. What's been the greatest learning in this musical theatre arena for you? I think the greatest learning would have to be just the way technology is changing things. 
um, and, and keeping up with technology. I remember the first musical I did and we, we were able to afford moving lights and how that just changed the lighting design. You know, suddenly I've gone from rigging 10 lights to do a show. I can now rig three and get everything that I need out of those three and, you know, change colours and so that, but but even now, so, you know, getting away with sets and, and now having everything with vision screens means you don't have to find a place to paint backdrops or paint sets. You can sit in a lounge room at home really and, and make your, your set and be able to do things before you actually get to the theatre. So using the visualisation software and all that sort of stuff that the consoles now have. Yeah, I think it has to be technology and, and, and learning to, to go with the technology and, and embrace the technology but also use it to its full potential I think is, is definitely a big learning, yeah. That's extremely true, actually. Certainly from a stage management perspective, being up to date with technology is a constant, not hurdle, but a constant learning curve. I mean, you know, the first time I had to call auto, I had no idea how to do it. You know, if, if you've never done it, you have no idea. And, and certainly auto is one of those very fast, progressive technologies, you know, lighting, not that it's stalled, but, you know, the the advancements coming through are sort of building on, you know, existing lighting and same with sound. And I guess to an extent, the same with auto and flying and, and what have you. But as as systems get more and more uh, complex, it's more I find the auto and the flying systems that are coming into their own now that, you know, they're becoming more and more um, a, a huge part of how we do, you know, standard shows. In a way, I would say more the greatest learning aspect of stage management isn't so much a, a physical thing. It's the making mistakes thing. Stage management is a rinse and repeat process. It's something you have to make a mistake, you have to do, you have to learn to continue to get better, to continue to learn more. And if you don't make mistakes, you sort of don't have that opportunity to learn you know, that horrific failure that will prevent you from making that same horrific failure later on. And watching someone make a mistake, sure, that's going to help you, but there is nothing like that fear that, that drives you to never make that mistake again. And sadly, or I guess, you know, helpfully uh, with stage management, uh, if you make a mistake, it echoes through to other departments, to other people. It's rarely something that is just your own issue that you can, oh gosh, I made a mistake. I better go fix that. You know, usually it's been actioned or someone knows about it. And so, you know, making those mistakes is is the best, best way to uh, learn anything in stage management and certainly in musical theatre. We're currently searching for production team members in the way of stage management and vet crew for School of Rock the Musical. What skills are essential in this backstage role? At this level, uh, certainly in high school, I would be looking to see genuine interest as a key essential soft skill for going into any backstage role. I mean, theatre is not a place you go out of convenience. It is it is a lot of hard work and dedication. I mean, any technical know-how is always beneficial. Uh, lighting and sound have a heavy IT component these days, so being moderately tech savvy uh, does help with having a better general knowledge of what might be a problem when you're working in a backstage environment. An eye for detail uh, and a good work ethic. I mean, really, it is the soft skills and general knowledge that's most helpful uh, at the beginning of a career. And certainly if you're looking to do some work experience or secondments or, or working on bigger school musical projects, I mean, you can learn the technical work and the jargon, but you need to always be building your soft skills. Your attitude has to be great. And that's what we look for in, in junior members of staff because, yeah, we're, we're happy to teach someone who is happy to learn. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, a passion 
for what you want to do, just like an, an artist or a dancer or a singer, you've got to have that passion for, for the arts. You've got to have that passion for making the show come alive. So, yeah, that passion, that drive. I also find that working in theatre is a lifestyle. You know, you, you don't get to go out on Saturday nights with your friends and that sort of stuff because that's when the shows are, you know. People are going to see a show. It's a lifestyle and it's a, it's a choice you, you have to sort of make from, from day dot, really. This is what I want to do. Throw yourself into it. Commit to it. Seek all the information you can from everybody you work with. Everybody's got something they can teach you and, and show you and, and take that on board, you know. Yes, some things might be a little bit different than what you're normally used to, but, you know, there might be a reason why that, that's the case. So, yeah, take it on board, be open to it. And definitely my, one of my biggest things that I used to teach my staff was customer service. That's a huge one. Uh, and yes, they're they're performers. Yes, they're you know artists, but they're still your customers. Once your name gets banished in industry, it gets banished, unfortunately. So to give great customer service, that's what gets your name out. That's what gets you those continually gigs and and you know getting on to know and then get those bigger gigs as you as you get on. Okay, so we're looking at School of Rock this year as a system. Can I ask you what might be your greatest song from that musical? Yeah, so to be honest, I've got a bit of a confession to make. I haven't actually listened to the soundtrack yet. I'm currently working on, on Fame Junior here at, uh, at Burwood with the arts team. And um, so I, I try not to listen to the next show ahead. I uh, just try and concentrate on that one musical time because uh, the songs get stuck in your head like like you know, nothing. So uh, I don't try and blend my shows. I always try and stick to one show at a time. I'd probably have to say you're in the band. I mean, it's one of those songs that just sticks with you. You, you sort of hum it along a little bit following and it, and it is a lot of fun and it's got all the elements of a music theatre song that you want, you know, it's, it's a little bit chatty, it's a little bit singy, it's a little bit of different styles and you, you reference thematic music from other things that people know. I mean, it has all the good things. So, yeah, it probably have to be in, you're in the band. Huge thanks to both of you for an incredible insight into the backstage world and we can't wait to be working on School of Rock and it's really important for everybody to know that if there's any school that needs any help with their performances, we actually run a page-to-stage in-school mentoring. So if there's any schools out there that are looking for page-to-stage mentoring, we have an amazing team here who are ready to help, and we can't wait to be working with these two amazing technical crew members. 